And so it is. Shambram, we continue this gathering. We have gone through incredible amounts of energy. A lot of words too, but incredible amounts of energy. As we move into our time of questions and answers, I have a bit of an announcement from um, our dear friend Tesla, who has an invitation to each one of you, who is willing to um, accept. He's throwing a bit of a party. In his celestial realm, he wants Shambra to come to visit, to see not only the potential for some of the inventions, some of the um, new breakthroughs in technology based on a different understanding of, uh, uh, I have to channel this through, different understanding of magnetics and anti-magnetics. Hmm. Something that hasn't been um, truly looked at uh, in appropriate ways as a as an energy source, as a interdimensional uh, type of a vehicle, and particularly in the anti-magnetics, having to do with how uh, Tesla was able to create a, a type of a time warp space in physical reality when he was on Earth in his last lifetime. You're going to, uh, if you accept this invitation to his party, it's going to take place over the next um, three nights of time. Uh, that is not, uh, how to say, you cannot possibly go to it in just one night. It's going to take uh, repeated visits because there's a conditioning that takes place, a process that takes place with the, uh, the visitation. You may or may not remember much of this when you come back in your conscious mind, but you will have seen, felt, uh, and been made aware of some incredible energies while you were there. This will help allow you to bring these back down into the earthly domains, to help uh, ground it and to seed it into earth. Some of you may then, um, in your technology or scientific uh, space, uh, further develop these. Some of you may just be energy movers for other scientists, even non-Shambra scientists who are going to work with the um, anti-magnetics. So with that, we'd be delighted to take your questions. Just when the quantum leap is getting close, I feel as if I'm going backwards into the old energy. Hmm. In the past month, I've put all my possessions in storage, moved away from my Shambra friends, and started an old energy job in order to repay my debts. Hmm. Sometimes I feel there's an opportunity for me to create a large income for myself using my own new energy within this company, but at times feel very uncomfortable and find it extremely difficult to stand behind the short wall. Please give me your insight into this situation. And for other Chambra who are deep in debt, how can we use new energy to get out of these situations without going back into an old energy work environment? Thank you for reminding us to laugh at life. Hmm, Indeed. As you go along in this incredible journey, sometimes what appears like being going backwards is not at all. Uh, sometimes it is returning to a familiar situation, but you're returning there different, you see. You're not uh, just an old energy uh, uh, drone or robot of the system. You come back now with a new consciousness. And many of you have deliberately chosen this path so that you could 
bring some of this new energy and new awareness back to the old environment. Shambhar, I'm going to tell you that you have chosen to be here on Earth in this lifetime to participate. To participate. You didn't choose to come here to live in some uh, remote commune. You didn't choose to come here, uh, although you would like to, to be a hermit. You chose to come here to grow yourself and then be a teacher. So when you go back to an old energy job, as you say, you only think you're going back there because you have to earn money, which, by the way, is a distorted belief system. But you're going back there in reality on this uh, deeper level to bring back uh, consciousness and wisdom. It is also a stepping stone for you. You're going back there to kind of uh, touch base and then to move out on your own. So don't judge the path. Don't judge what's happening. And with things like, uh, you talk about debt. Um, Debt is as much of an illusion as anything else, but it tends to be uh, very real and sometimes very emotional and painful. And it takes your energy out of you. You can get out of your mind beyond the, the ways you think of making money of having a regular job or these type of things, and you're, you can find an abundance flow very easily. If you are in your passion, if you are have developed a relationship with yourself, then all of these things come easily and naturally. You don't have to worry about them. They, the abundance is there. This is a universal principle. It's the law of attraction. It's something that... Abraham talks about quite a bit. If you're interested in more information about this natural law of attraction, this is one of the areas that Abraham is um, is focused on with with their teachings. When you are in your passion, when you are listening and not compromising yourself, the abundance is there. It takes care of all this debt. In a sense, you could say that debt is also a symbol of the extent of how much you're also holding on to past life karma, past life incidences, the debt, uh, you think in terms of money, but it is actually uh, indebted energy that you're still holding on to. So we want you to take a look. What are you still holding on to? Guilt, shame, fear, all of these things that you brought with you into the now. They don't serve you anymore. It's time to let them go. Thank you. Hello, Tobias. Um, I'm very excited to be back in Denver. I uh, moved back here two weeks ago. And I have a, just a list of questions, but I'm choosing one. And preface it with, if there's anything important, please feel free to add it on. Um, uh, I want to ask about with uh, developing a relationship with your body and your mind that you spoke of and yourself. I'm definitely working on the body relationship. I want to know if I have to do them in order, body, mind, then self. Can I do all of them at once? But specifically with the body, having um, the digestion issues and then the years of history with the multiple brain surgeries I've had and the cyst and the continual problems that come up. If it's, is it something I'm still trying to learn or communicate to my body or hear from my body and how should I move past that and develop that relationship? Indeed. Generally, when a person moves beyond uh, some of the stages we talked about before, the human survival, human comfort, uh, 
leading to uh, more of a spiritual awareness, and finally, uh, developing the relationship with self. They will first tend to focus on the body because it is the easiest to understand, and it is the uh, the aspect of you that is uh, really absorbed most of the abuse. So here you have situations in your body that you have just mentioned, uh, basically indicative of um, energy imbalances or energy abuses. The important thing here is in developing the relationship with your body is to literally start talking to it. Start talking to your physical body, um, uh, to the organs, to the body as a whole, to the cells, whatever that may be. Developing a rapport or a communication. Instead of seeing your body as a um, as a necessary but burdensome type of uh, uh, vessel that you have to carry around, and instead of allowing your body to become the reservoir of old and imbalanced energies, develop this relationship. Talk to it and tell your body it doesn't need to hold on to uh, old uh, pent-up energies. They can flow right out. They can flow out through breathing and through this new area that we are working on called standard technology. Standard technology works best in the body when you've established a relationship with your body, when you take ownership. See, when a person says, I got cancer, but I don't know how I got it. I have um, indigestion, but I don't know where it's coming from. They're, in a sense, denying their body. Your body is trying to speak to you in non um, language form, uh, human language, but in its own energy form. It wants the acknowledgement, it wants the uh, attention, and it wants more than anything for you to give it permission to let go of the toxins and the imbalances. So talk to your body like you would talk to your dearest friend. Let it know that it can heal itself. Also, we're going to ask that you uh, uh, listen to this uh, standard technology information that we are in the process of developing. And we'll talk to you about how to use some very, very simple but very um, natural type of uh, systems for rejuvenating. Some of this is based on the old Atlantean understandings, but some of it is quite new. Some of it is based on um, work that Schomburg has been doing at other levels, but the, the repair of the physical body is actually much easier than what most humans understand. And you do have both the responsibility and also the dominion over your body. And uh, anything else? Let's see. Um, yes, uh, yes, we do have something else. You are so complex. You are so complex. And um, you... How honest do you want us to be? Mm. We're afraid of that. <laughs> you have um, you have made life uh, a type of um, a type of um, almost a hide and seek game. You have made things far too difficult, and uh, it is it is a game actually that you're playing. You're quite intelligent on a divine level. You are very gifted on a um, spiritual and a intuitive or psychic level, but you've actually turned it within yourself and have played this game of uh, of called make it difficult, make it complex. You're resistant to the ease that life could have, and you tend to you tend to always want to take the long way to town. You see, 
And uh, you, you have even given yourself things like you talk about the brain surgery. You have energetically closed doors on yourself. You, there's a long story behind this, but you literally closed down parts of yourself so you couldn't take the easy route. And you have to ask yourself, first of all, why are you doing this? What purpose does the game serve? And when are you ready to end the game? When are you ready to get into simplicity rather than complexity? And more than anything, I will address you very directly. How good of a teacher are you to others when your own life is fragmented and uh, very? Um, you make it so difficult when it can be so easy? One of your great abilities is actually to teach people the ease of life. So in that is a clue to you. You taught, you've given yourself complexities so that you could eventually teach simplicity. Let it go. It doesn't look good on you anymore. <laughs> Thank you. It does feel good to be in the new energy. When you say it's not about us anymore, how does that relate as far as the ones nearest and dearest to us? My husband has recently gone on vacation, and I find myself sleeping better, and I seem to have more energy. Please... <laughs> Just reading it like it says. Please, can you give me some advice to how this exchange of energy is happening? And if we've completed our journey together, I would really appreciate a reply. Indeed, you have completed your journey together. Uh, any, any what you would call karmic or prearranged journey, you can end it any time, any time you choose to. That would allow you then to recreate or redevelop the relationship in a new way. So you're not stuck, is what we're saying. It, every day, being with a partner, being with a family or friends or, or a job should be a choice, not a destiny, not, not something that was inflicted on you. We talked recently in my homeland. It smelled so sweet there. The almond trees, the oils, the, the sea. That was beautiful. Hmm. I have to get to Calder and Linda to go back there more often. But um, indeed, we talked about this whole thing of you have to, you need, you desire to have time by yourself. It is difficult in this world today because there are so many demands. You barely have time to take a bath by yourself. Some of you are constantly interrupt, interrupted with business questions while you are trying to take a shower. <clears throat> <clears throat> Got to catch them where you find them. <laughs> Jumber, you all you need time, your own space, your own privacy from time to time to rejuvenate, to let your body, uh, to let your, your thoughts catch up with your new consciousness. And we're not talking hours and hours a day necessarily, but we're talking some safe and sacred space just by you. We've talked extensively about energy feeding. Everybody tends to do it. They feed off of you in particular, Shambra, because you have, carry a different type of energy now, a different type of, um, uh, of radiance about you. So yes, they will feed off of you. And many times this actually does happen at night while you're sleeping. Your partner doesn't do it maliciously or uh, with any harm. They're just used to it because you have let them 
they are taking energy at night while you were out, uh, for instance, at Tesla's party. They're feeding on your body back uh, in bed. They are much more earthbound than what you are. So it happens regularly. Shamba, you uh, you understand this, and it is not necessarily a bad thing. But there are times when you just have to rejuvenate yourself. So one of the one of the uh, points of the standard technology is finding a little time for yourself. You don't have to do meditation or yoga or anything like that. Just time with yourself. We're going to be continuing to talk about the relationship with self. And part of that is taking the time. Then you will find that your energy maintains more flow and a higher degree of, um, of radiance and expansion. So um, it is prescription is simple. A few more minutes, um, an hour or so a day by yourself. Thank you. Good afternoon, Tobias and Nicola. Um, you've hit on my passion, mm. which is uh, the work that Nicola did. Uh, when he was here. I've uh, studied all that I can find on that, and I would really like to be part of the energy that Nicola wants to bring back. Uh, I'm intending to uh, go to the gathering, but I would like to remember what I learned there uh, to bring it back. Uh, I guess my question is, um, what is the next step? How? Um, what advice would you give me to pursue this path? Indeed. Several different things. Um, uh, Tesla is asking today for Shambhar who are willing to help literally bring in some of this energy. Uh, he did much uh, work in the crystalline realms and he has quite uh, what you would say a laboratory uh, research center in the other realms. So remember, remember years ago we talked about Shambhar University uh, actually existing in the other realms. And it was uh, the question of would Chambra allow that to come into this realm? And they did. It's the same with uh, Tesla's work. He has set up a very elaborate, uh, what you would call energy center in the other realms. He's looking for Chambra who are willing to help bring in that energy, help move that energy into earth right now. It doesn't have to come in as a, um, as a brick and mortars type of building right now. As you can see there, he is actually asking those to come in to uh, plant the seeds, move the energy, make that energy available for uh, researchers and inventors, and then he's going to come in uh, to be birthed in to, in a sense, uh, continue moving that work forward. So you you have a choice. Uh, he is asking for assistance in, in doing this work. In terms of remembering, Everything that is seen in the laboratory, that is a tricky one because there is a, there is a level of um, disorientation that takes place when you're in the other realms. And then you come back to the earth and you try to remember. Remembering uh, what you see in his laboratories becomes a mental or a thought exercise. You go to the brain to try to recall. The brain's not going to go with you to Tesla's center, you see. Your essence is going to go there. So your brain won't remember a damn thing. <laughs> it wasn't there. So the challenge is going back into your essence, getting your brain out of the way, which has been one of your problems, getting the brain out of the way and going into your essence level. Now you say, where is that? Well, that's the brain talking, you see. 
Brian wants to know, where is it? What does it look like? How big is it? And what does it cost? <laughs> Go into the essence level, the knowingness level. It is almost a type of dream state or imagination state. Uh, it it uh, is is it operates at the same type of level as you, as your nost. Go back in there. That will allow you to bring that information or essence into this 3D realm, and then after it is grounded here, then it starts uh, transforming itself into an energy that eventually will be understood by the mind, you see. That's where you have the breakthroughs, the ahas, the being able to put the pieces together to manifest it and to implement it, you see. Now, part of your work might be the remembrance of some of these things. Part of it might just be in staying in the proximity in that general area of people who are going to be doing research and development work. Perhaps they're not even metaphysical. Perhaps they're just uh, they're scientists. But your proximity to them is going to help them break through um, into some of the uh, new developments. Thank you. Thank you. Continue your uh, wonderful work. For the last 20 years since my father died, I've been visiting my mother approximately one day a week. This means a three-hour drive each way, so it's a bit of a commitment. The thing that bothers me most is that I do it purely out of responsibility, and I cannot seem to feel the love I should be feeling. My mother's extremely negative person and is critical of everything and everyone she comes into contact with except my brother and me. By the way, my brother is in the same boat that I am. I know I have failed to make her see her unhappiness as her own doing. I keep trying to make her happy, and I always hoped I could teach her kindness and generosity towards others by being an example of this myself, but it's never worked. She says she's ready to die and tells me constantly how bad it is to be old, but though she is 89 years old, I have the feeling that she's going to be around for a few more years. I could use some advice if you... I just read them like I see them. I could use some advice if you have any for me, and secretly I hope you're not going to say, just breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I was envisioning this uh, boat that you're in, the HMS Misery. Um, um, Here you have a a very simple case of energy feeding and manipulation uh, on one hand by, by the mother, you're buying into it, and uh, and back to point number four from today's shout, you're compromised. You're compromising yourself. You hate it, but you do it. You are not being true to yourself. When you are not true to yourself, you fragment and split yourself, you deplete your energy, and you become disoriented, pretending that you don't know who you are anymore. So, best to sever the connection, Best to uh, change the pattern more than anything. You have an energy pattern here that's uh, that's quite um, interesting, and is best to change the pattern. Um, you have to make that decision. I don't want to tell you how to do it, but uh, you recognize that something needs to change now. Be bold and courageous, and change it. It's as simple as that. How how difficult is this, Shambra? <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Um, 
I have um, one quick question and one little longer one. Um, the quick question is, I need a name of my mother's grandfather, both maternal and paternal. Hmm. Would you have those? <laughs> I know. Genealogy. We don't. Um, uh, we say we don't generally answer these uh, questions, but uh, we will make an exception here. Uh, Gerald Mantis, M-A-N-I-T-Z. Second question. And the second question. We, uh, by the way, we sorry. don't want to make a pattern of being uh, John Edwards up here. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we understand your motivation for asking the question, but uh, we don't want to align of Sean for asking questions about uh, things like this. Sorry, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> um, the other question I had was, um, I know that you just did a, um, a, um, a CD on um, the um, new energy business, and I wondered if you had any specific information for my husband and I to help us move our business from the old energy to the new energy in unison. Hmm. Uh, again, uh, it's a rather complex uh, and fairly personal question here, and we try to keep these uh, more generalized for all Shambhur, but uh, basically, um, uh, I, this is, I, advice will confuse you for a little bit, but you'll understand later. Um, walk away from it for a little bit. Uh, let it go, whether it's an extended vacation, whether it is uh, um, uh, doing something else. The, the business um, is in an incubation process right now. It is um, basically, the idea is there, and uh, it is just incubating. But walk away from it a little bit uh, at this point, and it will kind of redevelop itself in a in a different way. Thank you. My nationality is African American. I would ask if you could address them as a whole, as a people. The constant turmoil and horrors in Africa and also the oppression and challenges for Africans living in America. Is there anything you can tell us about this group of people who have chosen to go through such incredibly difficult circumstances for centuries? Are, are they a special group? Do they have special ancestry? Do they have a specific purpose they are trying to accomplish with these sacrifices of their humanity? Several points to this. Um, it is not a, um, a spiritual family, so to speak. Uh, there are. It is. A, it is a, a section of human consciousness more than anything. Uh, there's um, through the um, development of races and the development of geographic territories. There, are, there are. There's a large, broad group of people um, and a region of the world known as Africa that has allowed themselves to take on the uh, the struggles and the problems and the darkness of humanity in general. They're taking this on as their own cross to bear. This is also a place where many who have very difficult lifetimes, uh, have done things that they're very ashamed of, tend to reincarnate to because of the vibration level is uh, they feel is more appropriate for them. As a, as a, as a, um, region of the world as a race and um, as, as a race. It is very important for what you call the Africans to no longer accept the struggling and the misery on behalf of humanity or even on behalf of themselves. The world doesn't need a place to dump their problems because it, it doesn't serve anyone. 
It doesn't serve those who are doing the dumping and those who are doing the accepting of the problems. There is um, a, a shift uh, in the energies of the world that are allowing this to happen, but it's not until the peoples of Africa and of African-American lineage no longer accept the the difficulties and struggles of the rest of humanity. Somewhere, somebody has to end that cycle. Somebody has to say, no more. We're not going to tolerate it. Thank you. Hi, Tobias. Mm. I trust you're having fun. <clears throat> Always. <laughs> so um, my question is about passion and specifically implementing your passion. Um, my problem that I don't have is... <laughs> is that I start projects and I enjoy them, but then I lose interest after a day or a couple of weeks. And then um, it's really difficult to, to, to restart again. I, I can't seem to get going with it. it. I have to force myself, and that's not you know, what I want to be doing. Indeed. Um, so um, <clears throat> I know I can bring this answer out from within myself. I probably am. But I know you love talking, so I thought I'd ask you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on behalf of myself and Shambra, how do, you, how do you sustain your interest and your passion? Indeed. You are, and so many Shambra, are imaginative types. You, you deal in the, um, what we say, the uh, more uh, crystalline realms, your, your idea um, type of, of people, creative energy. Creative energy doesn't always respond well when it has to be brought into manifestation in the mundane 3D world. It is much more pleasant to play out in the other realms. You can create and imagine instantly and it is there. When you have to go through the laborious work of bringing it in here, you tire of it very quickly and you want to go back to the other realms. One of the things that to do is recognize this within yourself and realize that many of the projects, perhaps you ought to be the imaginer or the uh, designer of the energy, but allow other people to be the actual uh, builders or you know, putting it together. When you come up with grand ideas, uh, allow others to come in and share in your creation. There are Many people who want to be the builders want to want to take the ideas. Uh, vast majority of humans don't um, resonate very well on the ideas level. They they're the doers. And they choose to be that way. The other thing is for you yourself to get a bit more uh, grounded. You tend to um, you actually two thirds out of your body right now. So you you float and you drift uh, because you love those realms. We're going to ask you personally to be much more present in this reality, much more in your body. You take a the deep breath, you ground yourself, and I'm going to ask you to, to spend some time every day working with us, getting fully present here, and then expanding. You see, right now you project out. You, you basically leave a lot of your energy, um, you go out of your body into the other realms. But you're not expanding, you're, you're um, projecting yourself out. Try it a different way. Get very grounded, breathe, and then expand yourself from this present moment, from this point of here right now, and then expand into the other realms. You're going to resist it initially because you're used to taking um, a different way of getting there. And 
the energy is not going to feel particularly familiar right away. But as you learn to stay very present and then expand multidimensionally, you're going to find it's actually uh, a better conservation of energy. You're better able to bring uh, some. You have some amazing ideas and thoughts, you'll be better able to bring them to earth and you'll stop being so frustrated and impatient as you are right now. Thank you. Last question. Two more. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Tobias. I'm very excited to be here. Um, I have been listening to a lot of the uh, shouts from before about the wound of ISIS and the the NOST uh, series. And uh, I have been bringing up memories of my of past lives from Atlantis and so on. And in that time, I was told in a reading that that I was an architectural engineer and took on a lot of guilt <clears throat> when the buildings are crashing down, and um, even though continents were crashing down, that my buildings did not stand. And I'm wondering if if I'm still holding on to some of that responsibility and guilt that has kept me from manifesting in my current life as an architectural designer with feng shui and sacred geometry and all this in a big way compared to what I can envision with what's possible to create. I haven't really been manifesting it um, in a grounded way yet, and I'm wondering if it's just timing or my lack of understanding about NOST or some of this guilt or all of the above. (laughs) We'll go with all of the above. (laughs) Might as well put it all together and um, make one big issue. It is a combination of things. Uh, There's so many elements here. Uh, You were more than just a building designer in Atlantis. Uh, You were an... uh, you worked with energies inside the buildings, uh, not just the structure of the building itself. And your guilt isn't for buildings come tumbling down. It's guilt for what happened inside some of those buildings uh, from an energy standpoint. You want to return to that type of uh, work because you did learn a lot. You knew how energy could be um, um, a super conductor from a, um, a human consciousness standpoint. And um, there is that guilt there. But uh, more of the issue right now is uh, that we see here is that um, you you have compromised your own understandings of how energy works um, uh, deliberately to play a hide and seek game with yourself. But you you have some grand ideas, but yet you stick to some of these um, book methods of what you call feng shui or energy movement, and you know better. It uh, you don't trust your own self, so you tend to ignore your what you really know about how energy works within physical structure, and um, you you um, you try to be uh, you try to be a little bit too normal <laughs> here. Oh, no. You want to you want to blame it on things like Atlantis, but it's more like um, uh, uh, compromising yourself and what you really know about energy. It's it's about time to bring that out now. Um, you have some very interesting uh, what, what you would call theories of energy movement in physical space. And you have actually, uh, we are speaking metaphorically here, but you have written papers about this uh, in the other realms and presented it uh, uh, to gatherings, but you're not letting yourself bring it uh, down here. You're not letting yourself be uh, avant-garde uh, with uh, some of your research. Go a bit crazy and um, bring it in. To, what's the worst that they can happen to you? Don't answer that. So. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have a correction here. Two more questions. Tobias, I was so happy to hear that it's okay to live to live my life backwards. Yes. Yeah, I've been doing it for the last four decades. <laughs> I've been walking back through them. Um, what I'm here today about, uh, back in the 80s, I started with Cryon, and when the Crimson Circle started, you know, I totally and completely resonated with it. I've been totally healthy all my life, never had doctors, medication, and all that stuff. I finally wrote my book last year. Mm. And then following the uh, Cryon Summer Conference a few days later, I had a massive heart attack hours away from dying. And I don't know what that was all about, and it's really got me curious because it put everything else on hold, Mm. and I'm confused. Quite simply... Um, again, uh, cutting right through. Uh, not sure if you really want to stay here on Earth right now. Um, in a situation, have been there, done that, experienced so many things, fulfilled so many things in your life. Um, the um, even though you hadn't had any major medical issues, there was more of a just a desire issue. Uh, you understand that uh, death is no big thing. You just cross over, and you're actually freed of some of the physical limitations that took place. So. Your question was at the time, um, should I stay? You had an experience during uh, one of the Cryon channels where this uh, issue came to you, not not because of Cryon, but you were in that energy where you were thinking about um, pondering uh, your your future days, what you were going to do, what you were going to accomplish, and part of you said, maybe it's time to leave. You gave yourself this um, experience then of the of the heart attack to say, to make you take a close and deep look at the new values, the new reasons for staying, and um, here you are today. <laughs> so I'm not going to have another one after all this energy today, right? Uh, not after this energy, but um, be careful of the crying workshops. <laughs> I say that with all due respect to crying, and that was, uh, that was a joke, but uh, uh, the... Uh, the, uh, you actually felt so open in that workshop and so uh, multidimensional uh, considering your, your possibilities and potentials. Actually, the effect of uh, sitting there in that energy was so, was so overwhelming. It wasn't, again, Cryon or anyone else that did it to you. It was your own comfort level and uh, openness that caused you to say, do you want to be here or not? And... Uh, It's a question um, you should ask yourself even tonight before you go to bed. Last question. Yes. Aloha. (laughs) My question has to do with the shift of consciousness Mm. and how the corporate world will behave. (laughs) (laughs) That is a very broad question. Um, You're going to find uh, some in the corporate world that... uh, that are holding on dearly to the old ways and others who are uh, zooming ahead. The the one thing about the corporate world, unlike governments and religions, is they're highly motivated by uh, profits, both new energy profits such as yourself and profits on the bottom line. When a company, when business in general, whether the, the Wall Street or any of the markets, see a highly successful company, they want to uh, mimic. They want to uh, use that same energy. So when you see companies who are involving consciousness at every level, 
in their product development, in their distribution, in the way they work with the clients and customers and employees. And that company is highly successful as allowing the heart line uh, that we've talked about to to bring in abundance at every level. There will be others who are very, very quick to uh, mimic or duplicate that. So, so that is one of the easier things uh, about the consciousness in business that you don't have that type of motivation in the uh, in religion or spirituality, and you certainly don't have that in government. So, um, we see that as going to be fairly open to change, but there will still be some who, in business, who um, hold on to the old beliefs, and that old belief in particular that. Um, that profit is everything, uh, bottom line is everything. The new energy says that uh, the bottom line takes care of itself when the heart line is attended to. With that, Chambro, it has been uh, a long and beautiful day, a day of um, shifts and changes. The information that was brought in today um, will continue to unfold itself, continue to bring new um, awareness uh, to you over the next uh, three to four days. In the meantime, enjoy the Tesla party. Hmm. And so it is. is.